dirt, I'm throwing dirt, 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 dirt. I miss that dirt, dirt, dirt. Gotta get back to I'm a dirt trackaholic. Call it what you call it. Saturday night, I am so Kenny Wallace on that dirt, dirt, dirt. I miss that dirt, dirt, dirt. Gotta get back to it. I've been the Kenny Wallace of the rap game. Ever since I hit him with that dirt track thing. Now nationwide, everybody knows my name. They're like, mama, that's Kenny Montgomery. He sings that song we like. Yeah, boy, that's me. Roll out the trailer, I'm flossing. Them Hoosier tires glossing. Them cold kind, we're tossing. They know I came to wreck it, yet I rarely bring out a caution. I hit the high side, boy, I park it for Brian Clausen. Welcome to Throttled Up the Podcast. Often imitated, never duplicated. Your weekly home for the best in motorsports coverage. Even your grandpa talking about and welcome back to throttled up the podcast we are back and better than ever matt here in studio um seems like it's been a while since we've just had a guest in studio and, and and been able to talk a little bit here with everything uh that we've had going on but uh excited to get started here and and well, we, we all had to take a break from building our ark, you know, because of oh all, all the rain goodness. we've had. So, yeah, um, I have to say, you know, we'll, we'll get into it here a little bit with our guests. But uh, Friday night, you know, we went down to Thunder Valley to do the broadcast and, uh, you know, we were coming back and Salem got no rain. Like everywhere around us, we're watching Facebook and they're talking about, you know, how bad the weather is and the rain and no rain whatsoever ryan and i are coming back in the trailer and we hit some rain outside of salem coming into scottsburg then we get in scottsburg and the pavements dry again and we turn north on 31 and we get north of austin and it is like a hurricane Mm -hmm. and this guy comes up and he's flashing his lights like crazy at me and i've got a headlight out on the truck and i thought my gosh is he flashing his lights at me is my headlights out and ryan's like i don't know but he's going nuts no i figured it out about an eighth of a mile on down, there's a tree across the road on 31. So we were able to inch around it and get on home. But, yeah, it was beautiful other than being excessively hot at Thunder Valley on Friday night while everyone else was getting inches upon inches of rain dumped on them. So, Yeah, I can't believe that. It looks like this weekend we're going to get uh, round two. Yeah, and I, I hate that because some, some good events this weekend. We'll get into mm-hmm. that here in just a little bit. But – before we get started, I want to um, I, w- I want to introduce our guests tonight. Actually, I'm going to throw it to you to introduce our guests. We've, we're all out of sorts because we haven't I had know. a guest in, in studio. So I'm going to throw it to you. you. You usually do our introductions. In-house tonight, our uh, Peter Hall Superstock driver is going to be Tommy East. Tommy, welcome to the studio. Thanks for having me. And I want to start right here with you, Tommy, because, you know, I, I messaged you and I said, hey, let's get you on this. And your immediate reaction was, Oh man, I don't know if I'm ready for that. <laughs> How many times have we heard that? And then I and then I got if you can't find anybody else, I'll do it. I didn't look very hard <laughs> because I have been wanting to have you on, man. Oh, yeah. And, and yeah. uh so we're glad you're here and we appreciate you coming over to do the show with us. But I'm gonna start right where we start with everybody, man, and and how how did you get wrapped up into this whole racing thing, man? It's well, 
when I was in my early 20s, I raced go-karts for a season or so. I raced with uh, Matt Bex and mm-hmm. Scott Bell, some of my friends from high school. Um, and uh, then I got married and the go-kart got put up. Well, I had a, I had a, I had my son Jacob and you know, it's I think carts are probably dang, more dangerous than anything we do over there at Brownstown, but um so I gave that up and then oh, a few years ago I started I needed a hobby. I always just worked, worked, worked and um a friend of mine I went to church with, he wanted me to fly remote control airplanes with him. I'm trying to make this short, but <laughs> no, it's probably too we, late. I've already we got an hour, long. man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so he, he he invites me over to the flying field, and if you know anything about that, they get the airplane way up there, then they hand you the control, and, and you think, man, this is really cool. You get in trouble, and it's it's up there far enough where they can take it back over and get it before it crashes. So it's kind of like you're they get you hooked and reeled in. So the next thing you know, you're hanging out over there, and then you're buying a little trainer plane, and then. It's like everything else. You start out with one size, and you got to have a bigger motor, and you got to have bigger this. But anyway, so the first year or two, I was really heavy into that, and we would even in wintertime we would put coveralls on. We would put uh, pontoons like you'd use on the lake to land an uh, airplane on water. But we we'd do it when it was snowing. I mean, wow. that's how dedicated we was to fly. <laughs> so the, about the th- that about the third winter, I'd become a fair weather flyer. I think I'm not gonna. Um, I'm not going to put coveralls on. You can't hardly feel your fingers when you're trying to fly this remote control airplane. So then I thought, well, I'll go. Uh, we had that Godsey's Raceway in town. Mm-hmm. We had an RC racetrack mm-hmm. in there, and I knew all the Chaz teams, and Tanner was racing there at that time. And I think I'd message him back and forth. And he's like, oh, yeah, come on down. Stephen will rent you a car. So he he rent, Stephen Godsey rented mm-hmm. me a race car, and uh, we had a little bit of fun with that. So then, you, you know rental's not much fun because you want to take it home and tinker with it and practice so so anyway i started racing there and, and getting into that and then of course there was a lot of drivers during the winter that would go there and race uh uh groomer i've seen groomer there the all the godsies were there i'm leaving a bunch of them out but there you know there were a lot of uh sassers were there racing mm-hmm. and all them um so then uh you know when 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 uh big car race season starts it dries up because everybody's at the big track so i thought yeah you know, i ain't got anything to do this weekend i'd already hung my planes up so i started hanging out with the chas teens and then uh, the next thing you know i'm thinking man i might like to try that and then uh, matt terry's my son-in-law and he had bought a new car and i messaged him uh, him and his dad mike i said hey uh, what do you want for that old car you got and uh they made me a really good deal on it. Talked to my wife, and she was she didn't flat out say, "You put her foot down, and say you can't do it." Uh, so I bought it, and then I just started going to the racetrack. And next thing you know, you know, you buy a new, you know, a different chassis, and just kind of like you did with the, any other hobby, you start with what you can get your hands on to start with, and work your try to work your way up. The best is when the wife doesn't say no but doesn't say yes because it yeah it opens the door just enough that well i'll tell you this my wife said when i was flying those remote control airplanes you know you once you can barrel roll and fly upside down and and do things like that it's time to get a bit different plane one that's faster or one that does this or one that does that so i was buying a lot of planes and she goes i'm glad that you found a hobby that you'll last with more than two months 
best time to slow down on buying those airplanes, you know. <laughs> Which, but now she probably, hindsight, she probably would have said, just keep buying as many of those toy airplanes. <laughs> you as you can want. have a plane stay, every two months. Stay away from these big cars. You remind me of a guy that started a podcast and had to hide boxes when they came in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, we started this on a in a, uh, a card table, card table, and this little two uh, mic. Audio yeah. interface. Is this, now, is this 150 today? The number? Or, or this number? is 120. 120. Yeah. 120 yeah. for this show. Um, so, yeah, that, one of the funniest stories is my wife came home one day and I said, I got you a new microphone. And she's like, oh, my gosh, thank you. That's awesome. And then she walked out here and she realized she had got my old microphone because I had bought me a brand new microphone. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't she didn't find that as humorous as what I did. So And then Dustin was trying to beat her home from work so we could hide the boxes a few times. Yeah, so. that's <laughs> Yeah. Now we just bought a business and we ship everything to the business. I was getting ready to say you should have had them shipped to your day job. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's what, exactly what we do. It's a business expense. So so obviously you get you get in uh you know that that first year and and start in the big car and so how did it kind of progress from there? You know, you you get the car and well, I get the car and you know, I'm out there in everybody's way just driving around the back and uh you know, I was just I'm apparently not a natural at this cuz it's just way harder to learn to do this than what I thought it thought it would be. You know, you everybody says that, "Oh, it's just go fast and turn left. You've heard that a million times. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. But I spent most of the time you not, not being able to tell my help what the car needed. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, I'm jumping forward, but now I know when the car feels good and what I want it to feel like prior to that. I had no, I had nothing to judge off mm-hmm. of. So if you're going in the corner and my entry has been terrible from day one. And if you mess your entry up, everything center and 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 off is is already screwed up before you get there you know what i mean and i just could never could get the car to turn um but you know uh, brian asbury helps me a ton and he likes to drive a tight race car the guy that built my race car bartley grant and rainmaker race cars in kentucky he likes to drive a tight race car so kind of my my basic setup was probably tighter than what what was comfortable for me um, but spent the first year just trying to get the car to turn. I mean, it was just really terrible, <laughs> you know, and but, trying to stay on the lead lap, you know. But I think you make go- a great point there that I think a lot of times gets overlooked is when you've not, when you didn't grow up doing this mm-hmm. and being on dirt, you don't even know, you have to learn, do I have a good car or not? You know, and it really, right. it reminds me of Joss Moffat. Matt, yeah. when we first interviewed him, and he talked about the first time he got in a 410 sprint car. And he said, I went out there, and he, he jumped straight into 410s. And he said, I'm out there in hot laps. And he said, I think I've got this thing mashed. And he said, I got lapped three times in hot laps. He said, I had to figure out that, no, you're not you're not good. You're not fast. This is So learning that idea mm-hmm. of what is a good car, what do I need it to do, right. is a huge learning curve. Right. Well, you started in your 40s also, right? Yeah, 47. That's what, you know, that's... Uh, <laughs> Who does that? <laughs> if, you're, if you're anything like me, when I was in my 20s, I was a bit more of a daredevil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I, I'm 49, so yeah. it's like, this is going to hurt if yeah. I screw up. You know, you start thinking about those other things that, you know, in your, in your 20s and early 30s, you don't think about that stuff. Well, and too, I, you know, people 
people bring that up like what are in the world are you doing are you going through some midlife crisis or what's <laughs> what's what's the problem here east and I, and you know it's it's the first time in my life where i could kind of swing it financially but it's also that time in my life where my brain's smart enough to know that you're spending way too much money to have i mean you know what i'm saying i mean <laughs> when you're younger you'll beg borrow steal to to put a go-kart together to whatever together and the money's the furthest thing from your it's, mind yeah. you get older you're like okay i can afford this but why am i spending that much money on this <laughs> race car that's another great point right yeah. there is that balance because yeah. <laughs> we've talked to a lot of guys in here that beg borrow and steal to get to the racetrack yeah. and and understandably so but you're right and with that maturity comes do i really need this yeah. you know is this going to help me and and my race program so obviously you know you get started there and, and figuring out you know now I know what I need and what I want. Where's your next step there then? Once you've kind of figured out, you can talk to your, your guys that help you out. Where you go from there? Well, what I was looking for, like, uh, I've got, I've had a ton of racing friends that, that's helped me out. And even like, uh, like Matt Beck's, I call him, talk to him, Bubba Woods. I don't know. If, oh yeah. yeah Bubba mm -hmm. Woods won a yeah. lot of races in oh, yeah. at Brownstown. And, I wanted a teacher that, I mean, just because people can drive doesn't necessarily mean that they can teach someone else how to mm -hmm. drive. I wanted them to tell me, okay, East, you need to go in right here. You're going to put on the brake right here. You're going to pick up the throttle. I wanted them to be, I just wanted them to tell me what to do. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, you know, everybody drives different. Yeah. And, that, you know, that's what they were telling me. You can't, we, just because this is the way we would do it doesn't necessarily mean that's the way you do it. So you got to kind of find that how your driving style is compared to the person that's trying to help you. You know, you know what I mean? As far as if, you're, if your driving style is pretty straight around Brownstown, which is what you need to be to be fast there, you know, you go down to Kentucky and race, a lot of them guys, they, they have big motors, a big foot, and they'll haul it in the corner and turn that stomp and steer and, and drag race back down the other end. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I mean – that's not going to be fast up here at Brownstown, you know. So, you know, and, and to to jump ahead a little bit here, you know, you talked earlier about as you started, you know, you want to just you, you wanted to get to tenth, and you said, you know, you got to tenth, and then that jump to get to tenth, it it just gets exponentially harder oh. to continue to move up. So, when you look at that, how do you set your goals on 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 what you want to see out of your race program? Well. Back to year one, I was just trying to stay on the lead lap and stay out of people's way. Um, because, I mean, I've been in people's way out there. I've done bone – I done a bonehead move last week and got in into Clegg in, going into one. He had a run on me in the outside, and, and I just – just stupid. Just drove right in there with him and didn't give him near enough room. Uh, I apologize to him, but you know how it is at the – it's, you know – it's hard at the racetrack to, <laughs> you know, I, people hear that all the time. You know, I, I didn't mean to do that. You know what I mean? But uh, I, I genuinely didn't didn't mean to mess him up. You know, I had I had a lot of rear brake cranked in it. So when I went in there, I uh, I got in there too hard, stabbed the brake, and just spun myself out down at the end. Luckily, I didn't mess anybody up real bad. You know, I, I, when you're <laughs> when you're facing the wrong direction and and you know up in the top. Yeah top seven or so and they're coming by you it's it's good when everybody makes it past you you know 
But staying on the lead lap um, was my start, and then I just wanted to get to where I could stay with them. You know what I mean? And then it's a whole nother ball game. Once you can run with the guy in the back, to be able to pass, passing is a whole nother thing. And hmm. and I've been the guy in the back that's kind of all over the place, and that's I've been really hard to pass, and it's really hard to pass people that. You know, that don't hold the line that and don't hold the line. Yeah, and I've been that guy that's been hard to pass. Um, What's the best way to do that? Is it is follow them and kind of try well, to find a tendency that they're in? Or? We yeah, you'll. It, the other night, uh, we we qualified terrible. Well, let me back up. The night that I that I spun out up there in the front and got put back on the tail, I basically just tried to ride around the back. And, and, and here's another thing about about brownstown up front you know you i felt like i was just barely on the gas in the back and i was staying up with them you know what i mean really yeah. really well you don't have to run wide open around there to be fast you know what i mean uh-huh. and i just tried to stay stay there and pick and choose when you know somebody will go high i like to pass on the bottom yeah. coming out my my car seems to have a lot of forward drive and it's the easiest place for me to or 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 beat them to the next corner you know usually but i just i'm not really good on the high on the top so see i think there's a lot of risk for the reward up on that high side because i mean you know you go over that that top you know it seems like everybody does that they lose five or six spots every time right there a few weeks ago whatever race we had when Devin gilpin was over there i watched that and he would get up on the top down the front stretch okay you know how it kind of crowns mm-hmm. flat and then it drops off uh-huh. he would get up there on that top where that where nobody been where that moisture was and just hammer down the stretch lap after lap after lap you know yeah you know i just that's too narrow for me that, <laughs> to be able to that's do that. a million laps around <laughs> brown sound speedway i was gonna say the only other guy racing over there now that has more laps than that's probably matt Boatnag. yeah <laughs> you know, say, I mean, oh, and he, you know, when he comes around you, it doesn't even sound like he's in the throttle. He just, <laughs> just purrs right around you. I've been passed by him a lot of times. I know, I know what that sounds like. I wish, I wish there was a way. I mean, to even ballpark Matt and Devin on how many laps yeah. they've probably made around that joint because yeah. it would be, it'd be remarkable. You know, Dennis has been there. You know, he's 79 track champion, but, you know, there's been some times he ain't raced. You yeah. know, Matt's been consistent. You know, and for years, two classes and two cla- yeah, two you classes. Know. So, yeah, I'd say those guys are probably pretty close for the most laps, active driver wise. I would think so. And you think about it, I mean, both of them still have a long racing career ahead yeah. of them as oh, well. Yeah. So, it, yeah, definitely. Hey, let's uh, let's take our first break here, real quick. Bring in our sponsors, and we'll be right back with Tommy East. Race Clean Products is the cleanest brand in motorsports. No matter if you're using the original or the all-new Fast Hands formula, you are guaranteed to keep your hands clean under the most intense racing situations. The original or blue formula is perfect to keep at the sink in your race shop and will ensure that you won't come home covered in grease and grime. But for those unavoidable messes at the track and you don't have time for a sink and water, be sure to have a bottle of Fast Hands in your trailer. It could be your most important tool. Race Clean products can be found at www.goraceclean.com. Dirt to Media continues to expand its coverage of local racing for race fans. They've expanded to over 70 live events for the 2021 racing season. 
The live event schedule includes live weekly racing from Brownstown Speedway, Salem Speedway, and Thunder Valley. VIP members can still get all their on-demand racing coverage the next day for one monthly fee. And their monthly fee also includes live racing action each week from Thunder Valley Raceway. In addition to all of this local action, be on the lookout for special events from regional tracks around the Midwest. If you aren't getting your racing action from dirttomedia.tv, you're missing out on the best coverage in the Midwest. Gilpin Electric and Generator Services is a customer-first company that takes care of all your electric and generator needs. They're your go-to dealer, installer, and generator service company. Don't be stuck without power during severe weather this year. Contact Gilpin Electric and Generator Services on Facebook or call them at 812-953-1261. We've all heard horror stories about insurance companies and insurance agents. Let me tell you about my family's agent, Tommy Taylor. Tommy is an agent at Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance and is a multi-line agent that can keep all your insurance in one place. Why is a dedicated agent so important? When you have the unexpected occur, you'd much rather know the person on the other end of the phone. Contact info for Tommy, 812-372-4483 at extension 2447, or look him up on Facebook at Tommy Taylor, Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. Don't be another horror story. Stop knocking on wood and relying on a 1-800 number. Trust Tommy Taylor today. One other uh, sponsor, Matt, I want to jump on here real quick and say, and I know we talked about them you know, a month or so ago, but again, coming up July 8th and 9th, Summer Bash Indiana uh, Music Festival, yeah. uh, just outside of Muncie, Every all-inclusive. I mean, this is the craziest part. Um, That's the greatest deal I've ever heard at a concert is how this works. And now a $60 Saturday-only ticket available as well, but all-inclusive um, – the the weekend pass will get you camping multiple bands and shows free food included beer included um the whole deal and so just an amazing deal and if if you if you haven't looked check them out go to summerbashindiana.com check them out i'm telling you um you know and and go before you just say, oh, man, I'm not going to that. It's a bunch of, you know, local and regional bands. You know, it's not Metallica. Go and listen to some of these bands mm-hmm. because they are very talented, great variety of music um, all over the board. Uh, big people, people need to realize Metallica was a regional band at one time. Yeah, that's that's the funny thing <laughs> is. Uh, <laughs> but if you are into, you know, the Metallicas and, and some of that, I got to shout out one of the bands that will be playing, they'll be headlining on Friday night uh, is Glamerica. And um, great guys. You guys doing their shirts, right? We did their shirts for the Summer of Glam Tour, uh, but full-on 80s hair band, uh, tribute band, and they put on one amazing, amazing show. So I'm telling you, just their set will be worth the price of tickets. And this is the other thing I want to throw out about Summer Bash that is so cool. Because it's local and regional bands, those bands are there to enjoy the weekend as well. So you're going to see those those band members that you just watched put on a great performance. They're going to be out eating burgers and, and drinking a beer with you out there. So, again, Bud Light presents Summer Bash 2021. Check out summerbashindiana.com. Uh, for all that information and and just want to give it again another shout out i know we've got a lot of racing stuff going on the the weekend but uh if if your class is off or you're looking for something just a little bit different check out summer bash indiana i'm telling you this is you will not be disappointed in, in heading up there 
Um, I mean, even if you just go up there to eat and drink and you don't even really care about the bands, it's, it's worth the, the price of admission. So really cool deal. But want to jump back in here with Tommy East and Tommy, I'm going to jump right ahead or just a few weeks back. Um, you pick up your first feature win at Brownstown Speedway and, and I, I, I don't want to put any words in your mouth. I want to ask you directly. What's it like to be standing there in victory lane at Brownstown Speedway? Oh, that's that's really cool. I, I I thought there was a shot I might get a win this year, either in Kentucky or maybe at Little Salem. But I had, you know, my goal this year was just to, to get to the top five on, on an average, being able to run close to the top five. Because I figure if, you, if you're in that top five spot any night, people have bad luck, you know, or your car's a little better than theirs that night give you a shot you know to win but oh it was i couldn't <laughs> here's the funny thing so we're going around on the cool down lap and you know i think i've won the i mean i obviously won the race and in my head i'm thinking did i just win this race <laughs> well you know i i don't you know usually she jamie says you know top five go to the scale you yeah. know you hear that and then you know she never said nothing to me and and so i pull you can't see the scoreboard when you're when you're low yeah. on the front stretch. So I, on the cool down lap, I go up and up high in, in uh, one and two. So I can see the scoreboard. I'm like, yeah, that's a 12 underneath the one there. <laughs> and about that time, Jamie comes on and she goes, uh, 12, you're going to have to go to the scale before you go to victory lane. I thought, okay, yeah, I did win. <laughs> I did win that race. That's, this is real. <laughs> Who was it? Was it Marty O'Neill a couple years ago? It, was it Kane that ran over the top of the banking, and then Marty had no clue yes. he had won the race? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Kane went down the backstretch into three and went off the, off the banking off the race last track. lap, and Marty had no clue. Marty ran the rest of the race, like five or six laps, trying to chase Kane down, not realizing he wasn't even on the racetrack any longer. Yeah, and the yeah. race is over, and he's like, he goes, I'm still trying to catch you know, Tyler Kane. Because he, <laughs> he goes, I thought he was so far ahead, I couldn't see him no more. Well, you know? well lead, leading up to that, um, we had gotten to the lap cars and I'd gotten around one and I was getting ready to come around the other and we come around and I, I thought I'd seen the white flag. You know, once I got the lead, I, I didn't know, I hadn't been really paying attention to the lap count and uh, we got around. So I didn't see the halfway mark or anything. So I was waiting for that, you know, I was waiting for that white. Where's that white flag? Where's yeah. that white flag? So I thought I'd seen it. Well, I come and then I come back around uh, and there was another lap car that I was close to pretty close to and so the flagman's got the white flag out and the checker flag out which obviously means the white flag is for the lap car and the yeah. checkered flag is for me but just to be sure i went all right on around <laughs> full throttle buddy because i see i seen mark martin lose a race like yeah. that once pulling off a lap too soon <laughs> scott Blomquist lost the world 100 to brian burkhoffer that way too oh so. wow yeah yeah that's happened to several guys that yeah. thought it was uh already the uh the checkered but when you when you pull into victory lane there, obviously, you know, you figure out now you've won, you've gone across the scales, you pull into victory lane. What what's going through your head before you start unbuckling? Well, I had I had no expectation of being there that night. No uh, and every, everything just went my way. The car was best the way we've got it set up, it was better for that we had that makeup race, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? So it was good when the track was pretty heavy. Um, I'm getting there where we can get it to where it's running better slick, but that went my way. And, and, uh, obviously boat neck, uh, blew up. And I think Tucker and, uh, 
JT must have run over something that they so yeah, that they had flat tires. The flat tires. So, but but leading up to that, I was pretty comfortable. I was going to get around Brad Cummings, um, and so you know when when we restarted and I'm running second, and Brad's in front of me, and I already felt like I was a little better in the center than what he was. Uh, I thought, man, this is this is going to be my shot. I had a shot like that the week before down at Thunder Valley, led all about two-thirds of the race, and then with nobody to judge off of, you just you try me. I'm going in just a little too hard each lap, just a little too So I'm pushing up, pushing up. Of course, you know, everything's on the bottom down there. Yeah. So, I mean, JT was just back there just waiting, you know, and he, he sets me up in the corner and passes me pretty as you please with a couple to go, you know what I mean? So, uh, but – once I got around him, I mean, the car was felt so good. I mean, anybody could have drove it. Man, it, it just this best one of the best times that car's ever felt there at Brownstown. And when I pulled in, you know, I got out and I, you know, I just, you know, I just to check that off of your your you know to check off the hardest track around to win at with the competition the way it is. Oh yeah, was just a big weight lift <laughs> lifted off of you know because I, I listened to uh, justin bowling's interview prior to one of the races mm -hmm. and if you remember that interview he's he was saying you know sometimes you just get out there and you feel like you're just not meant to be here or you you, you know you're you're in somebody's way or you're going to tear somebody up i mean that's kind of the way i felt the first the first uh year or so you yeah. know what i mean oh, just yeah. not wanting to tear people's stuff up and not wanting to make people mad and upset at me you know but and and i think that's i think that building of that confidence is a huge thing for a racer you know yeah. because i think you have to go and i think both you and justin have the right mindset because if you go in and you're just trashing people's stuff yeah. you're not going to last very long but then it's that next step of i don't want to mess people's stuff up but i got to shoot this gap I got to yeah. take this chance. I yeah. got to go for it. And and having the confidence not only in yourself but in your car, that your car is going to stick and it's going to do what you want it to do. So I, I think that's definitely something that, you know, over time you've you've got to develop. So, I mean, you're a traveling racer too. You race down in Kentucky a lot. Is Brownstown really that hard to win at? Oh, yeah. I mean, probably – I mean, I've heard you guys say probably 10 deep. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, I mean – you know, I, I a lot of times I finish in the top ten there. So I mean, the top five tough for nope. sure every every week. You know well, we I mean? said before the show, you got one of the toughest classes at Race at Browns. I think yeah. you know personally because it is. I mean, it is ten deep. You know, yeah. when you guys roll out, it's like man, any of these guys can put it in victory but lane tonight. I think the other thing that that makes Brownstown different than the other tracks is, um, you know, we raced it. Richmond Saturday and and I raced along the side of my the guy that built my chassis down there and he came up to me after the race and he goes let me ask you something he goes did you think this track was slick I said well you know it was it was manageable he goes I knew it he goes I knew it you racing up there at Brownstown he goes he goes this track was so slick I could hardly stay on it but it didn't feel as slick to me <laughs> because Brownstown slicks off by the end of the night yeah. and you can't you can't be you know 
full throttle all the way around there and just spinning your tires. You know? I think that's a great point. Brownstown, yes. black and slick at Brownstown is different than black and slick everywhere Any, else. Anywhere else. Yes. Anywhere else. And Brownstown cons- is consistently, consistently black and slick. Yes. You know, it has been forever. You know, yes. That's and, the thing. And I know some people, you know, pick on the promoter and right now being Jim that that's, you know, part of that. But you're exactly right. That's historically Brownstown Speedway. Yes is black and slick and honestly it's probably less now than what it even was what? back when it was when it what didn't have the banking and it would slick off totally well that's what i was getting ready to say i remember being a kid and it would be so black that when the late models would roll out of two you could see the reflection of their wheels in the dirt it was that black you know as a kid and, and it's like holy you know because i remember being a kid like this is like blacktop now yeah and you know so it, it's a whole different deal than what you see a lot of other 40 places. some years it's you know that's brownstown that, is is just it's going to blacken off and it's going to get slick and and i think for the majority i mean i know we've had this argument a lot i mean i think for the majority of drivers and fans that's what you want to see is you yeah. want to see that well it brings the driver out yeah you know absolutely that's, uh, i do want to jump back here and, and touch on this because and i'm not at all discrediting or saying that's what you were doing but you know you opened up talking about your win with you know, Boatnik blew up and, you know, JT and, and Tanner ran over something. And don't get me wrong. Yes, Tucker. they – Tucker. Tucker. Yeah, sorry. I don't know why I said Tanner. <laughs> I did it too. <laughs> Tucker. Uh, by no means take anything away from those guys, but don't ever qualify yes. your win because – and I'm saying that because I, I don't care what happened. You know, getting the victory lane at Brownstown Speedway is an iconic deal. I was getting ready to do the same well, thing to him. Hey, I've been in Brad Cummings' shop, and there's trophies all the way around that shop. You know what I mean? So, I mean, you know, I had to pass him. Yeah, that's, and that's what I mean. I, that's, so. and, and, you know, and he stopped me, too. And that was another thing. One of the best things about the win was all the guys that come up to me. Uh, Brad and um, Alan Norman stopped me before I even got – you know, they always pit right there on the yeah. back stretch, and they stopped me. And Brad told me, he goes uh, – he said, I didn't want to lose that race, but if I was going to lose it to anybody, I wanted to lose it to you. And he goes, not very many people passed Brad Cummings on the bottom, but he goes, you did it. <laughs> and the funny thing about that was, is Matt Bex did text me prior to the race because he seen the lineup. And he said, hey, watch out. Brad's going to want that bottom. And he, I, I, told, I told Brad he said that, and he's like, that Matt Bex has got one coming. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Inside but, information's key. Oh, yeah. but, but, you know, and then and then we, we talked earlier before we went on uh, – you know, Mike Fields come up and told me what a heck of a race that was. And, I mean, I got phone calls and texts and, uh, you know, Jason Heyman texted me and said, man, that was a great race. And, uh, you know, Trent Nifflis does a lot of sign mm-hmm. He's yeah. been around, ra- raced himself, been around race forever. I mean, he puts on there, looked like the car was on rails. You know what I mean? I mean, that, you know, the car was good. You know, whether I had anything for Tucker and, and J.T., had those not happen. it'll I never be known you don't, you don't yeah. know but and that and that's and that's why i wanted to, wanted to say it and, and you're you're very humble but you don't you don't have to qualify when when is a win and um you know you had the car and 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 I, I i don't know either i won't sit here and speculate but you had a fast race car yeah. that night i i do know that and uh it was fun to watch so for sure so after you you pick up that win and I just want to ask with that night, because you were exactly right. We had the makeup feature and then another full feature. Mm-hmm. How do you come down off of the makeup feature oh, to well, know I got to turn around, I got to go back out and do this again? Right. Well, 
I had qualified terrible. We talked about that earlier. I'm really struggling with not having a car to gauge off of how, you know, how to how hard to go into the corner. But so I'd qualified back in the back, and I'd already told him. I said, "Hey, we've already won tonight. Next weekend, I think we had off. It was uh, would have been would have been Memorial Day. Yeah, I think Memorial so. Day weekend, maybe or something." I said, "I do not want to load this car up, tore up, and have to work on it through." The, the holiday, holiday. Yeah. you know when you got a couple yeah. weeks off to not have to do anything to it i said we've already we've already got that check you know what i mean let's just so i run around in the back and just kind of bought my time i think i might have ended up 10th or something but you know of course then i get back to the pits and uh you know once you kind of get through the back there a little bit and it kind of shakes out where it's single file then you can start racing and uh and then Asbury was on me. He was like, man, them last five laps, if you'd have drove like that, them last five laps, you'd have finished fifth instead of tenth. And I'm like, hey, we we're already, loading up we in one piece. We already won a yeah. race tonight, and the car's in one piece, and we have next weekend off. I, You know, and that's interesting, because that was one thing I even said up in the production trailer, you know, when, when we were watching you win that makeup feature, Ryan Bowling and I were talking, and I said, how tough does it have to be? You know, everybody talks about, you know, picking up the double and getting to, but how tough it got to be to come off that high of being in victory lane at Brownstown speedway to then get back ready and, and race again. Mm-hmm. And, and I can't say I, I can blame you for your decision. Cause I think I'd have been right there with you on, but, and that track was day and night. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. First yeah. Race. You know, I, I, you know, I can say with my uh, personality and attitude, I probably would have junked it and been working for the two weeks off because <laughs> I was like, man, I just got there. I'm going to get there again. You know? Well, I, so. I joked with them all. We'd run, I think we'd ran, we'd run uh, uh, Little Salem that night or Friday night. Yep. I came in second to JT then. Uh, the joke earlier was we was racing three, three times. Like uh, we had uh, Salem and then two at Brownstown. And they said, man, wouldn't that be something to win all three of them? I said, if I could win all three of them, I'll sell out. And I'll I'm be done. done. Never, I've, I've already peaked. I'm, there's nowhere to go there. I just leave on a high. The, the third feature, you got out of the for sale sign and just said, yeah, yeah. she's ready. Yeah. Yeah. Come and get her. So now what do, you, what do you look to? You know, you talked about top five consistently, and you are your fifth in points right now at Brownstown. Um, I know earlier you said – um in kentucky you're fifth or sixth in points down there too so you're you're staying in that that top five right there around points but what's the goals for the rest of the year what do you look to go try and do well um i'd like to win at some other tracks you know what i mean i i've i've ran really good at before lake cumberland um ponderosa man that's i know you always ask you probably may have asked I may jump ahead. You may ask me this before I left, but you always ask people, where's some place you like to run other than Brownstown, you know? And Ponderosa is really fast and really mm-hmm. fun. And I, I like didn't think I was, I didn't think I was going to like it when I went down there. Cause you know, I'm 58 years old trying to do what younger kids are doing. That wall comes up quick, you know, but, <laughs> but you can't drive into in my class. It doesn't seem yeah. like you can drive in too hard. I mean, it just, it's banked and it just sticks and goes from, around. From a spectator though, turn four just seems odd at Ponderosa. Yeah, I've heard a lot of people describe that it's like it's like one big turn and then a short turn. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's like three looks turns like, yeah. instead of instead of four. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it looks like to me. Like like you said, one and two kind of flows real nicely, and then you get to three and you like turn three, and then you got to like really turn to get like 
Yeah. The grandstands was built before the racetrack was, or something. What it looks like, you know, <laughs> they, 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 they cut fit the, the track in. Fit the track <laughs> maybe, in, yeah, you know? maybe, maybe. But, you know, with these grandstands left over, now let's <laughs> let's cut a racetrack in. <laughs> but I, I'm I'm planning on I'm going to try to run the Friday nights down at Salem. I really, I really would like to beat JT down there. <laughs> but you know, he's he's got it figured out down there, and, and you know, kept running second to him down there's like a win you know what i mean yeah. he's got a billion wins down there so since jt's the maverick he tell me he might have to be the ice man don't don't get my friend started with, with, with have a whole with, top gun with, challenge with, going with, there with nicknames don't get don't get him started <laughs> maverick and ice man friday and saturday nights i mean that's that, that could be an easy easy call too oh, right yeah. there yeah <laughs> so you heard it here first on Throttled Up. <laughs> <laughs> so where are some other tracks that you've not raced at, though, that interest you in, in going to race? Well, we're going to be going, I think the next travel race is, uh, oh, shoot, uh, it's in Ohio. It's a, uh, I can see the logo, but I can't think of the name of it. Uh, it's a bull, it's. It's a bull ring. It's a small one. It's got a big bull and a thing. I can't think of the name of it. But anyway, it's part of that super stock series that I'm running. Um, I can see the logo now, too, but I can't see the I name. can, too. It's uh, I think it's north of Cincinnati, mm -hmm. somewhere in that area yeah. right there. It's about three hours. From uh, home. It'll, it'll come to us. Yeah. Somebody, somebody will text but it anyway, in a minute to Dustin. But anyway, I'm, that's on the schedule. Um, I've got to go back to Isom kentucky that's mountain motor that's mm -hmm. in the middle i mean you might as well say you're in the virginias it's, it's yeah <laughs> so the funny thing i can say about mountain motors um we had to do the american crate all-star series race there last year and, and do the broadcast and and so anytime that dirt to media is going somewhere we've never been we pull up the cell phone towers and try to figure out where the towers are and how we're gonna have to get internet and Ryan Bowling and I are sitting there one day and we're looking at them. We're like, well, they're kind of far off, but they don't look too terribly bad. And we're trying to figure out which direction to point. And well, then I pulled up the actual map, like the Jeep, not just the flat 2D, the 3D. And I said, Ryan, there's mountain ranges between every <laughs> cell phone tower and the track. Like yeah. the track sits yeah. in a hole. The sun set really early there at that track <laughs> yeah. because it was behind the mountains, <laughs> you I know, said. before the by the end of the heat you got down and they said what's a cell phone oh i did i got my text my text from steve peden yeah um i believe the track uh is called molar he he texted me and said molar dumbass i think it's just called molar though <laughs> yeah i believe no he was signing the bottom of his text oh message. that's he, from he, dumbass yeah he was letting, he was letting you know who sent it to got you. it oh that makes more sense i gotta change his name on my phone um <laughs> that's his middle name I just had him as finished second to Tyler Neal. Uh, that's that's what I had him in. There's I've got I looked it up. It's Jackson Jackson County Speedway. I guess Jackson, Ohio. Who's the dumbass now? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, Steve Peden. Uh, <laughs> I just can't believe Steve Peden's watching tonight. He, yeah, he usually tomorrow to morning. So, but. Now I'm waiting for the re the recovery here from him. <laughs> I'll get I'll get something pretty good. But, you know, what what do you think as you talk, you know, you've talked about, you know, qualifying something you're trying to get under control right now and figure out better and um, you know, your your turn entry, but 
overall, where do you think your biggest improvement has come from that first time getting in the car to now? Um, well, I started out with just basically hanging on. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I mean, if you had, if you had asked me what the flagman was doing, I'd have said I'd never seen him the whole time <laughs> I was out there. You know what I mean? But now, once you're comfortable in the car, now you can start looking to where the other guys are running, looking to where maybe there's some moisture in the track, you know, right. the hole that you don't want to hit. You know what I mean? Things like that. Where before, you were just – or I was anyway. I don't know if everybody's like this, but I was just so, you know, amped up and just hanging on that – I couldn't – I was just trying to survive the, the night, you know. Was your body, like, sore the next day? Was yeah, you, like, stiff in the car? You, or? you know, not really. Uh, and I didn't really get – you know, starting out, I didn't really need to get a lot of butterflies and things like that, not nothing really bad. Um, you know, uh, it used to bother me, like, Jackson 100 night with mm -hmm. a lot of people there. But even now, you don't even pay any – I mean, I don't. I don't even – you don't even notice whether the stands are full or not. You know what I mean? But I was, when I first went out there, I thought, oh man, you know, you go out there and spin out in front of the field and it's Jackson 100 night and everybody's here and the TV's cameras are here. But, well, TV's there every, every well, week. Yeah, 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 you know. yeah. So. yeah. Hey, let's take one more quick break here for our second round of sponsors and we'll be right back to wrap up with Tommy East. Hey, Matt, what would you say is one of your most prized possessions? Oh, it has to be my racing t-shirts. And you've got an impressive collection. But I heard about a new place. P3RacingShirts.com is the one and only place offering genuine custom racing shirts with no minimum quantities. Their shirts are printed in full color using the latest technology and direct-to-garment printing. They have custom designs for several different car types and specialize in our favorite, dirt track racing. That has to be great for the local driver. You don't have to buy all those up front. Absolutely, and they don't have to hold all that inventory at home. What did you say that was again? P3RacingShirts.com. Let's check them out. Schaefer Photo and Custom Tee is the place for any race fan to get racing memorabilia. Mark and Jamie Schaefer will work to make whatever custom photo product you would like, from prints, keychains, magnets, buttons, and much more. Stop by the Schaefer Photo and Custom Tee booth and let Bronze Bobby know what they can do for you. P3 Graphics is one of Indiana's premier suppliers for motorsports wraps and apparel. P3 Graphics offers great pricing along with some of the best customer service in the industry. Give them a try on your next project and you won't be sorry. You can contact them via email, phone, or on Facebook on the P3 Graphics page. To find out more, go to www.p3graphix.com. Again, that's www.p3graphics.com. Jeremy Owens has a reputation for being fast on the track, but also very clean in how he races other drivers. He takes the same approach to his business, OCC construction and seamless gutters. He'll give you the best price, complete the job in the quickest timeline possible, all while giving you the best quality craftsmanship you can find. Jeremy believes that his word is everything, and the best form of advertising is word of mouth. He wants every customer happy when he finishes a job. So if it's new gutters, renovation projects, decks and patios, or a full home remodel, give OCC Construction and Seamless Gutters a call today. When you call them, let them know Thirsty Goat Entertainment sent you. You can contact OCC at 812-592-7899. I do want to give a big shout out there. Uh, you know, OCC Seamless Gutters, our sponsor, Jeremy Owens, um, does a tremendous job in all construction 
you know, guttering needs, uh, went over and hooked up dirt to media zones. Uh, Ryan Bowling took care of some gutter work for him. But the real thing I want to talk about is that big crate race Friday night at Thunder Valley. And uh, Jeremy Owens back-to-back wins at Thunder Valley and picks up $1,250 um, down there. Uh, the coolest thing, as we went down to present the check to Jeremy, uh, Blake Barber that works with him was down there, and Blake said, you know, I, I'm pretty certain this is the biggest win of Jeremy's career. And, and Jeremy did verify that, that he had won some modified races, obviously, but never anything for $1,250. So awesome. pretty cool deal getting to see him down there. And um, so congratulations to Jeremy on that big win. And then looking ahead here real quick, um, obviously we've talked the weather uh, man doesn't look to be too helpful, but – no. If it's changed, uh, June 26th, this Saturday there at Brownstown Speedway, we're going to be looking at the Don Russ Memorial. $1,000 to win for the Pure Stocks, so that Pure Stock special getting out there. Also, the Indiana Pro Late Models Modified Super Stocks and the Crown Vicks all racing there. do also want to say, if you're looking for something really cool with that Crown Vic series, coming up 4th of July um, on that Sunday, uh, the... Uh, firecracker 150 at salem speedway also 750 dollars to win they're putting the crown vicks on the big track oh wow on the on the half mile um with a chance for 750 dollars to win so should be really cool to see them out there as well and then on sunday if the weather plays right uh the indiana pro late model series p3 graphics indiana pro late model series will be traveling to circle city raceway um, and, man, I'm excited to see Circle City Raceway. Um, I've heard good things and excited to see those guys up there at, at Circle City and get the chance uh, to see what they can do. Um, Steve Peden obviously feels pretty confident about his weekend because he's got time to be sitting here and making comments to us. Uh, that must mean he just knows that water is wet and Tyler Neal's fast. The ILMS will also be on July 4th at Scottsburg. Yes, for the Scottsburg Fair Race. Yes. Um so down there on 4th of July as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, some great things coming up here. But Born Free 40 on July 3rd at Brownstown also with the Super Late Models. And your 50th. My 50th. Yeah. Might have to call in the, the left-hander there to take care of it Saturday <laughs> night, though, you know. <laughs> so lots of, <laughs> lots of good racing coming up. Um Tommy, I want to I want to give you this opportunity here. We do it for everybody, but give you that chance to thank everybody, sponsors, and and people that help you get to the track every weekend. Well, <clears throat> first of all, I always want to thank the Lord. He's just blessed me beyond belief. Uh, uh, Brian Asbury, he does so much for me, working tires, help me with the car set up like that. Um, thank my wife and family, um, all the Chas teams. Chuck, Jamie, Tucker, Tanner, Trey, all of them. If it wasn't for them helping me in the beginning, I probably wouldn't be racing. Uh, and uh, Mike and Matt Terry, they sold me that 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 old Rainmaker, or not Rainmaker, that old uh, Nightcrawler mm-hmm. car they had. And uh, and uh, uh, Jimmy's motor machine. Mike helps me through Jimmy. Does my motor work? Uh, Free Spirit Campground. They, uh, it's got a new owner. They've completely rewired and replumbed the whole place. Uh, if you've not been there in the last couple of years, it doesn't even look like the same place. Um, Bedford Home Furnishings, that's my dad's furniture store. Um, 
And uh, one of the things, there, there, there's a there's a uh, a website is called uh, setfree.org. They they build wells in uh, Africa and in uh, India, and uh, we're going to do a thing with them where uh, if you donate any amount to them, whatever amount it is, and then you put uh, uh, Tommy Twelve in the description, they're going to let me know, and we're going to send you a free race shirt. So there you go. That's Heck a yeah. that's a great that's, way. Uh, setfree setfree.org i think is the is the thing and i'll i'll post it on my facebook site when i when it gets finalized and let us know and we'll uh we'll continue to push it here for yeah, you as they, well they, so they, they 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 uh they go into villages that have no clean running water mm-hmm. they have to walk miles and and they put a well in and they also uh they also uh minister to them and build a church there while they're there and get a relationship with them and, and then when they leave they do some medical work, and they also uh, this child trafficking stuff. Mm-hmm. They're they're big, and they I think they're up to maybe six thousand children that they they take care of that they rescued from wow. from that. Yeah, so we're really blessed over here. Yeah. <laughs> oh yes. You know yeah. what? And yeah. that that's another yeah. great point that I think we miss a lot of times you know it we think we have true issues it's something i try to remind my seven-year-old all the time <laughs> like things will happen i'm like dude yeah. you got it way better right. than you've yeah. ever realized right. yeah so yeah yeah electricity goes out for a few hours and people can't oh, stand yeah. it you know and yeah so and then i don't, I don't know how much you want to get into it but east vending obviously uh, yeah i own a vending company it's eastvending.com we put uh pop machines snack machines and we do these new things called markets that are like a self-checkout we put like a mini convenience store in a break room on bigger factories um and then uh i've got racerschoice.com which is a our brand of coffee that we we wholesale to uh factories and plants and schools and places like that um and uh, we also come out with a beef jerky line for that too which i'm gonna leave you guys some samples for i go and then we'll get hooked up to do some sponsorship i i Really, I just started that just to kind of help buy tires for the race car, to well. be honest with you. So, uh, but, but I'd like to, you know, once we get that, get that rolling, I'd like to do some things like, uh, you know, down there in Kentucky, I mean, you know, they have a lot of awards for different things mm-hmm. that, you know, I mean, I'm not saying that we're behind, I mean, we're behind up here, but it'd be nice for every class to have a hard charger award of a night or a, you know, what fast time, fast time, you yeah. know, roll purple yeah. does yeah. it for yeah. the crates. Yeah. So that's, yeah. Uh, but I'd like to do yeah. something for one of the other series, you know, down the road or look to it. And I got to tell this story. My wife's going to be so embarrassed, but it's too funny not to tell because you sent me some samples of the Razor's choice coffee. And I got to say, it's excellent. If you drink coffee, it really is. But the first time she made it for me, she asked me, she said the night before she said, so, so what do I do with it? And I said, well, it's, it's just, it's just coffee. It's just like the, the big thing of Folgers. You just open the package and pour it in. Well, I get to school the next day and I'm drinking my coffee and I'm like, this is all right, but this doesn't taste right. And I get towards the bottom and I get a mouthful of coffee grounds. Like she, a she forgot full the filter, huh? mouthful. No, when I said just open it and dump it, she dumped it straight in the coffee pot and put the hot water in on top of it. Oh, so like the entire it, like, it, like it was instant coffee. Yeah, so the entire package of grounds was in my cup of coffee. Cuz then I'm in there. I got the three assistant principals in my office with me and I'm spitting coffee grounds in my trash can. 
But I will say this. <laughs> it's French brew, man. <laughs> it was uh, when it was when it was correctly made, excellent coffee. And I, I have had it since then, but she'll be so embarrassed I told that story. But it was hilarious. I came home and I'm like, where exactly did you put that coffee? You, you thought you took up chewing again, didn't <laughs> she's you? She's like she's like, Well, I put it right in the coffee pot. I'm like, why would you do that? She said, you should just said you said open it and just put it in. I said in the coffee filter, <laughs> like the same spot you normally would. But excellent, excellent coffee, and um, yeah, if you get a chance, go check that out because it is it's good stuff. And, and it's uh, racers-choice.com. Perfect. Yeah. Well, Tommy, I want to say again, man, we're at an hour, and uh, I I appreciate you coming over. And um, I know at first you 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 said, hey, if you can find anybody else, do it. But I appreciate you having you on. You you are a <laughs> Um, you're a lot of fun. You're a great personality for our sport. Um, mm-hmm. you do things the right way, which is something we need. You, you know, you, you put our sport in a good spot. So I appreciate you and, um, man, we're, we're going to keep pulling for you the rest of the year. I appreciate that. I appreciate you guys too. This, I've listened to your guys' podcast every time it pops up on my phone says there's a new one. <laughs> well, we appreciate that. So, you kind of yeah. let me down here the last little bit. I haven't had, <laughs> haven't had very many of them notifications. Yeah. We got it. We, we're, we're getting back on it now. I, I will be honest. Uh, purchasing the t-shirt stop shop uh, has uh, it's pulled it another direction. Now. Yeah, it's 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 totally changed my free time a, a lot. So uh, we're getting a lot of that kind of settled in and figured out, and uh, got some employees in there now that are doing a lot of that stuff. So yeah, we're gonna make a big push back um, here with throttled up to get back on on track because. Um, you know, this is something that Matt and I have a lot of passion for and want to see continue grow. So we'll be back. You'll get, you'll start getting your notifications. <laughs> so, all right, everybody. Thank you. Um, we will be back, uh, here sh- soon, uh, probably two weeks. And then we're going to look at starting to go weekly. Um, so we'll, we'll be putting some information out on who will be on again here in two weeks and thanks everybody. And we'll see you again soon.